Welcome back to the Cooking Up Raw podcast. This week we're looking at the January 27th edition of Raw from the year of 1997. I'm your host, Addy, and we've got Sined back again. What's up, what's up? And I'd like to apologize for making fun of Shawn Michaels and the flu because this week I got hit with the flu myself. But... Damn. I know Shawn Michaels didn't have the flu because I could not pull off a two-star match with Psycho Sid, and he did. So, Shawn still was hungover and didn't have the flu. So it was the the hangover match. Yeah. Jordan didn't have the flu either. He was just hungover. Oh, what? So now you just run down everyone that's ever performed well with the flu? Dude, like, the type of sleep I had the two days I really had the flu... Mm. And, like, the way I was feeling and, like, the chills I had, I'm like, there's no way MJ was out there dropping 38 points with the flu. Get out of here. And he didn't want to wear a Come sweater on. or nothing. Like, get out of here. Yo, man, that's that's the GOAT. You, yep. you do what you gotta do, even with the flu. It's not the GOAT, man. Oh, for, let's, not, let's not have this argument on, this red, on a wrestling podcast. It's the GOAT in 97, but in 2017... <laughs> Have you seen my pictures that I posted? Braun Hive. Shout out to all oh the Braun God. fans out there. Shout out to all our Twitter followers out there. We we finally hit 300 followers on Twitter. Snap. Let's let's hope for for 500 by All Star Weekend. I think we can do that. All Star Weekend is when February. Like Valentine's Day weekend. Hmm. Yeah. So, let's talk about Raw. Raw opens with a recap video from last week's Raw. And last week's Raw, we we ended off on a high note. I I really liked last week's Raw. So, they showed us the brawl. They showed us the the resignation of Bret Hart. They showed us Gorilla Monsoon announcing the Final Four match for next month's um, In Your House pay-per-view. And this week, we know we're getting Shawn Michaels this time. Now, the opening match we have this week is Ahmed Johnson versus Crush. The announced team is Vince and Jerry, and we get a replay from a house show in MSG of Johnson and Savio Vega versus The Nation. And we see that Savio betrays Johnson by choking him on the top rope, having him eat a dominator from Farouk. So the match begins on the outside of the ring. Crush attacks Johnson. He brings him back into the ring to have the bell rung. Ahmed hits Crush with a scissors kick. If we could call it that. Can, can we call it a scissors kick? It was it was okay. It was okay. I mean it wasn't didn't look bad. He lands before he can like land the top leg. He's he's a he's a pretty big dude, man. I mean, I don't expect him to get up in the air like Booker T does, but like, yeah. Ahmed Johnson's eh. capable of so many more moves than like a scissors kick. Why would you put that in his arsenal? They want to see. They want to show off his versatility. He's, so he follows he's a, up with he's kicks a master to the of all. <laughs> he follows up with some kicks to the kidneys. Then a back kick to the chest. He goes for a spinning elbow, but Crush moves out the way. Crush then returns it with a inverted atomic drop. Hits a belly-to-belly suplex. Now he starts working on the kidneys with a punch followed by an elbow. Crush then goes for a body scissors. We see Farouk peeking from the raw side. <laughs> that image of Farouk is funny. It's like, this has happened just twice stalking, just stalking. so far under this raw set, and it's hilarious. When we seen Vader do it, and Farouk's is just funnier because he's just there hiding behind the A. You don't even see the, you don't even see his face. You just see his silhouette, the silhouette of his face <laughs> and his arm just coming out. And from that scene, like he's we like... go to commercial. Oh man, <laughs> dude, it was like it was so funny. It's like it's like he's like half wanting to watch it, but half not wanting to watch it. <laughs> and I'm like, what like, what is this? He's like Darkwing Duck. He's just hiding in the shadows. Wow, a Darkwing Duck reference? Yep, I'm making one of those. Okay. So we come back from commercial. Crush is in the electric chair position, but Crush is holding onto the top ropes. Ahmed powers out, 
and falls backwards onto Crush. Crush goes for a top rope maneuver, but Ahmed replies with a drop kick. Crush is thrown over the top, but Ahmed is pounding on him. He puts in Crush. Oh, he puts him. Oh, what did I write here? See, I don't even remember this match. No. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, hey, wait. Man, Crush is thrown. Okay, yeah, yeah. Crush is thrown outside of the ring. Uh, Ahmed is pounding on him. He throws Crush back in. Crush grabs the ref to distract him. Farouk finally jumps out of the raw A, and he interferes and he throws Johnson into the steps. He throws Ahmed back into the ring, and Crush hits him with the devastating heart punch to get the win. And we got <laughs> Crush winning with the heart, the heart punch. No one gets up from the heart punch, man. No. Nobody, nobody gets up from it. It's 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 impossible to kick out of the heart punch. The most protected move in in wrestling history, the heart punch. Yeah, it's it's bigger than a tombstone pile driver. It's bigger than Stop. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. It's bigger than the Rainmaker, it's bigger than an F five, an F U. I mean an A eight. Wow, okay. <laughs> what did you think of this match? It was I was I found it I, I was surprised when Ahmed lost. I mean it, it was a dirty finish, but I was just surprised he lost. Do you and it was a pretty it was a short match as well. Do you have any desire to see this run until WrestleMania? Oh, I thought that's why I thought they were building it towards, but that it, it, I was just shocked to see like a guy that supposedly they're building up just lose that that quickly. I'm kind of tired of it. Ooh, you're tired of this feud? I'm tired of this Nation and Ahmed Johnson thing. Like, I feel like Johnson needs to learn to, like, recruit other people to help him out. Hey, man. He, he tried to recruit Savio Vega, and look, at, and look <laughs> how that turned out. <laughs> no one likes no one Ahmed Johnson, man. No one but the people. That's why yeah. he's the people's champ. Hey, at least he's over, so. He's yeah. not one of those forced baby faces. So far. Mm. So we get the Shawn Michaels promo. Vince interviews Shawn, and we learn that the final four will be coming out as well. We are told that we are getting a Thursday night edition of Raw as opposed to a Monday night edition of Raw called... Thursday Raw Thursday, and we'll be getting the rematch between Sean and Psycho Sid. Just in case you forgot what day it's on, it's Thursday Raw Thursday. Thursday what do you square. think of that? Oh, what, the special Raw on Thursday? Yeah. So I was looking at the um, network, there's no Raw on that Monday. Oh, so they actually... Was it the same? Was it that very week, or was it next week, Thursday? It'll be February 13th. Okay. Yeah. That's weird. So wait, did, why did they move on? Did it, was there like something going on on that Monday? So I was like, researching, like why they would move it to Thursday. I wanted to see maybe Nitro didn't even run on Monday either, but might night there was Nitro. Apparently on the USA Network they preempted the show and they showed uh, like some dog show. On Monday. So nice. they didn't have the slot for that week, so they moved to Thursday. And also, I think it was on Uproxx that I was reading that they were testing the waters to see if they could move Raw to Monday Thursday. to see if it would do better unopposed. And you can see they're trying hard. They put on a title match Yeah. for the main event. So, So what you're telling me is that that the USA Network put uh, put the dog show over over Monday Night Raw in that time slot. Yeah, I guess the dogs were the better draw at the time. Probably. <laughs> hey man, we're in '97, not in '98 or '99. Yeah, yeah, but it's still a dog show. Those things are boring, man. <laughs> hey, not to not to some people. Yeah, I guess the USA, the USA Network's uh, viewer base is a uh, big fan of dogs. 
So, during Sean's promo, the camera cuts to a kid with binoculars. <laughs> you seen this? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think you were going to bring it up. <laughs> I, I wasn't, and then I looked back, and I'm like, this thing was ridiculous. Why? Is he that far up, man? He, needs <laughs> he didn't look that far up. The arena doesn't look that big. Hey, man. Hey, that, that looks like closer than we were at NXT. Yeah, but maybe he wants to maybe he wants to see like his idol Shawn Michaels strip close up. <laughs> no, hey, hey, he didn't strip this week, man. Hey, Come on, kudos to Shawn for keeping full, his pants on. Full attire this week, man. He kept it classy. He's a well, champ yeah, now. Wore, man. Do you wear a shirt? Yeah, he wore he wore he wore a jacket and a shirt, man. Okay. Full on classy, Shawn. Props to Shawn. So, Sean cuts a promo on Sid, and then on the final four, and mentions how there are a lot of attitudes in the WWF, and that he is one of them. Sean says that being bad is, if that's what he needs to do to keep the title, then so be it. Now, I'd like to mention before I, I talk about the other promos, is that there's a lot of ironies in this one segment. Things that'll come true within the year, and things that'll come true. Throughout life, but particularly with Sean. Mm-hmm. So Brett comes out and he takes the mic from Vince. Both men stare down. Brett says that Sean should do whatever it takes to keep the title until Mania. And afterwards, he says he wants Sean at 100% at Mania. He doesn't want Sean to injure himself. He doesn't want Sean to get hurt or make any excuses. Then Taker comes out. Taker tells Brett that he respects him, but he's sick and tired of Brett talking about how he's been screwed. And that Taker himself was screwed at last year's Rumble and says he's been waiting far too long and sitting back far too long and that the title will finally come to the dark side. He then tells Sean to give his soul to the Lord because the belt and his body will belong to him. Eventually, Sean would give his soul to the Lord because he would become a Christian, so... Why not? Yeah, but the Undertaker take his body, though. <laughs> yeah, he did. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, hell yeah, you're right. <laughs> I mean, Taker retired him twice, right? <laughs> yeah, you're right. Wow. And then Sean said he'll do anything to keep the title, and he screwed Brett, right? Ooh. <laughs> look, at, look at that. A lot of prophecy going on in this this segment right here. This is this is long, very long term booking from the WWE. <laughs> you the think they planned, inside job. You think they planned Sean to be uh, retired by Taker accidentally <laughs> next year? Yeah, and by, and <laughs> being born again, man. It was they all seen they all seen it come to fruition. Props props to the writer. <laughs> it it was eerie watching this this segment. Oh. I didn't even I didn't even take note of that until you brought it up though. Yeah. So Austin is up next, and he has Jim Ross come out and hold the mic for him. He says that he might be the toughest sob, but he knows an ambush when he sees it. Vader is visible behind Rod in the in the Raw side. <laughs> Yo, I love I love these camera shots, man. <laughs> you just literally see him in the, like right like. He's not the focus of it. Like it's obvious, obvious the way that you just see, like in the corner, you see Vader and Barry just staring them down. It's like not even their faces. They're trying their best to sting. copy the Sting storyline that's going on with these shots. Oh, that's what that's what that that Nitro is doing the same thing. Well, Nitro does a thing where Sting's like in the rafters and like they'll, the rafters. they'll zoom out and you'll see Sting in the rafters, but like in the WWF, you just have people hiding in letters. Words. <laughs> hey man, Vader wasn't my, Vader wasn't pulling off roof though, man. He was in, I think he was in, he was in front of it, no? Uh, I think so. <laughs> but you just saw his shadow. Farouk was straight up <laughs> living in the A. <laughs> so Austin goes to walk away. He notices Vader. He says he'll whip their asses right now. Takes off his vest, approaches the ring, but backs off. Good heel tactic. Then he runs yes. back into Vader. And they start trash talking, and then we go to commercial. We come back from commercial, and we get the British Bulldog versus Doug Furness. We are told that Ahmed Johnson is running backstage with an equalizer. 
Obviously, you know, it's the 2x4. Furnace leaps over Bulldog and hits him with a drop kick for Bulldog to go out the ring. Furnace hits him with chops and whips him into the other corner and runs straight into the Bulldog for a two count. Furnace hits a vertical suplex for another two count. Furnace goes to hit the Bulldog again in the corner, but Bulldog runs out the way and Furnace ends up outside. Bulldog picks up the steps and tosses him on Furnace for a no DQ. Yikes. Again. We should start keeping a counter of this. This is, this is getting out of hand, man. We should. I mean, what is is this ECW? Like, this is this is a blatant disqual. The referee was even outside trying to stop, and he still did it despite the referee. What is this? There should be no leniency to this. These referees, man, they have to, they got they got to step their game up. Bulldog goes. I guess in the they, ring. Wise, they wised up over the years, though. They have. Well, I mean, have they really? Like, they're not any stronger than they were before. Come on, man. You didn't. You never played those old wrestling games where if you attack the ref, they just, like, become an unbeatable wrestling god? I grew up with wrestling games with no refs. <laughs> wow. Oh, yeah. The N64. The N64 had no refs, right? No. I know mine's didn't, but No Mercy and the other ones didn't either. I don't remember. When's the first time a wrestling game had refs? Like, they have physical refs. You no, Day of Reckoning was when you could first attack the ref. I didn't play any of the GameCube ones. Wow. Alright, you missed out. I, I played the PlayStation ones. What are you talking about? Day of Reckoning was, was, was lit, man. Not over here comes the pain. I'm biased. I can't. I, I, can't I, I never played Here Comes the Pain. I've only played Shut Your Mouth. You've never played Here Comes the Pain? No, I've never played Here Comes the Pain. Anyways, let's go back to this Furnace Bulldog match. <laughs> Alright. Okay, Bulldog goes in the ring and he does a backflip, but it's off. Uh, it's not in shot. We are told that John has found the nation, and when he cuts a commercial, we come back, and we've seen that Johnson has broken into the locker room and breaks the doors, but nobody's in there. We go back to the match, and Furnace uh, Bulldog has Furnace in a headlock. Bulldog goes for a pile driver, get but gets reversed into a back body drop. He hits Furnace with a snap suplex for a two count. Owen then yells at Lafon, saying he gives Canada a bad name. He's like, Brett, a loser. Just, just like my lousy brother, Brett. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's the highlight of the match to me. Wow, Owen's, Owen, Owen are trash-talking? Yeah, this is, that's why, like, why Owen was one of my favorites growing up. Hey, man, he had personality, man. He's hilarious. Furnace hits Bulldog with an overhead belly-to-belly -belly and then a power slam for a two-count. Furnace goes for a Huracurana, but Bulldog turns it into a powerbomb. Lafron tries to tell the ref that Owen is trying to interfere and hit Furnace with the Slammy. Furnace goes for a roll-up on Bulldog, but only gets a two. Owen jumps into the ring, but is punched out by Furnace. Furnace goes for a sunset flip, but Bulldog counters by pinning Furnace for the win. Just like how uh, Bulldog won the IC title in 92 at SummerSlam. So the winner is the British Bulldog. Cleanly? You want to count that as clean or not? Do I count that? I mean, I guess that was like... It's not really distraction oh, finish. Oh, Owen hit his own partner, really, right? Did he? So, yeah, he, he hit... He, um, they're, like, when he was uh, the ref was distracted, uh, Owen got on the apron, like, getting ready to hit some... Getting ready to hit... Uh, what's his name? Furnace with a slammy. Like, Bulldog was going to toss him into Owen, but then uh, Furnace countered, threw Bull Bulldog into Owen, and Owen still went with the follow-through and hit hit uh, Bulldog with the slamming by accident. But see, Bulldog still pulled out the win. See, I didn't even know that. That makes the segment after make so much more sense. Oh, or Bulldog's getting all pissy? Yeah, so after the match, Owen and Bulldog are fighting. Bulldog is mad about that, like what you said. He's getting hit with the slammy, and he almost gets DQ'd. Bulldog is handed the belt by Owen, but Bulldog tosses the belt. And the segment ends with both men shaking hands, but Bulldog's still a little bit upset. So they're obviously teasing a breakup between these two guys. But do they drop the titles to my boys, Doug Furness and, and LaFont? Whatever, LaFont. LaFont. <laughs> what did you call it? Oh, you know. 
I only know her last names. Furnace and LaFont. <laughs> this tag Yo, team man, they, have the sucks. they have the potential to be the greatest tag team of all time. Not no. my words. <laughs> Where'd you get that from? Hey, man, on their day, <laughs> the first time they showed up, man. Don't you remember? These were the hot up and coming tag team. The undefeated. I, I thought the Flying Dugs were the hot up and coming tag team. Yeah, I mean, they lost last week, but. You know, they're still on the up and up, man. They're young. We're a young and up and coming tag team. Do you have hopes for they this have tag potential, team division? Man. Right now? I'm like, the only ta- the only prominent tag teams are these two, right? And the fake outsiders, who I, who I have not seen since the Rumble. Do you think if these guys could have the greatest tag team of all time join them within the next two months or so, it'll change the division? No. We'll see. Because that means that means the only only the feud, only like one feud would be relevant instead of the whole division. And by the greatest tag team of all time, I don't mean the Young Bucks. <laughs> wow. Okay. Or or dude, no, nah, I don't even have the Dudleys in there. Oh, who is your goat tag team then? Who do you think? <laughs> who do I think? The broken Nandra. No, the Dr. Dudleys. If, you, if you, it's not the Dudleys. It's not um, the Dudleys. This is It's the fake outsiders. Stop, no. <laughs> just, actually, just, actually wait, just wait. Can't wait. Of one. Just wait. I, I teased you. But you teased me. So, we get some replays from the MSG house show and then Shotgun Saturday at Webster Hall. We get an interview with Savio Vega, who attacks Rocky Maivia. He claims he didn't join the nation, but we see that when he attacks Rocky, he did join the nation as he threw up the sign, and they jumped in. Threw up the fist. Yep. Fist is the signal, man. <coughs> yeah, WWE had a lot of shows, man, in this week. I don't know how people can watch this amount. This is like amount of wrestling from like just one like. Damn, New company. York Unlock. Damn, they had a show in the afternoon, and then and then shotgun Saturday night. Like, I'm surprised people don't don't get burnt out from watching all of this. Then superstars on Sunday. Oh yeah, that's that's still nothing compared to what we have today. Today, think about yeah, it. It's one Raw. hour of shotgun Saturday. That's one hour of superstars, and it's one hour of Raw. Yeah. Nowadays three we have a three that's hour Raw, a two hour SmackDown. An hour of Cruiserweight Skill Five Live, an hour of NXT. Yikes! And then potentially yes. an hour of UK. Oh gosh. Well, I'm a, well, I only I only watch literally two, only two of those shows right now. So, yeah. So we get our prestigious main event. Prestigious. Vader and Mankind versus the Godwins. You mean the Wyatt family? These guys are... Do not... Do not... Do this to the Wyatts. <laughs> I, 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 when they came out, I seen... A, I, I don't know who you saw, but I saw Eric Harper. I saw Eric Harper. I Luke saw, Harper and Eric Rowan. <laughs> my mind was blown when I, I figured out Phineas is Midian. Wait, Phineas is Midian? Phineas is Midian from the Ministry of Darkness. Hey, that character development though. I didn't know fin- I didn't know Midian was that tall. In, in the games, he always looked so short. Yeah, he always looked so small, and then I'm like, what the heck? What's going on? He's a giant. <laughs> <coughs> Did he stuff his boots as Phineas? Stop, nah, man. yo, man. Don't hate on my Wyatt, on the my Wyatts, man. These are not the Wyatts. Stop it. Oh, what are they good? What, what are, what's their last names? The Godwins? Yep. Alright. Don't call them the God Wyatts. <laughs> the God Wyatts. Anyways, so before the match starts, we get a quick cut of the WWF uh, signing Jinder Mahal, I mean Tiger Ali Singh in the Sky Dome. <laughs> Wait, is, is this the. Is that that Super Raptor fan's son? No. 
<laughs> okay. <laughs> Oopsie. Oh my gosh. <laughs> who's, who's his father? I've never heard of this guy. Um, I think Tiger Jeet Singh is his father. He's a... This is where we're going to get in trouble with our Ontario locals. The, um, this is supposed to be a big deal because Tiger Jeet Singh was a big deal growing up. Like, not, not for actual? me, but like back in like the 80s. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so bad. I, I, I automatically I, assumed it was Super Raptor fan. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. My bad. You're from Weston and you're making these type of jokes? Yo. I, I just assumed, man. Come on. That's, that's the most famous thing when it comes to my mind. <laughs> Raptor fan. My gosh. There's no ma- more famous turban people than that. Damn, man. I don't venture out of my of what I what what I'm into, man. Raptor fan. He's a Raptor fan. Boom. Connection. Sky managed to find a way to mention the Raptors on this podcast. Shout out to my Toronto Raptors. I was hoping not to have to edit this and just upload it at midnight. Wow! Come on, man. <laughs> okay. So Phineas spits a loogie in the air, catches it, and rubs it in his hair. And I stopped watching for like 10 minutes. And I'm like, this is disgusting. And I just like walked away. <laughs> that, one, that, one, that one pre-match ritual got you to stop watching the match. I stopped watching. I laughed. And I'm like, that was disgusting. And I just sat there and like, reflected on what I watched and I'm like this is the beginning of Midian being a horror for wrestling <laughs> hey man it, it caught my attention it, I saw that it I'm like, that's me, nasty. Me to watch it. Yeah. it was nasty but and I was still really my... <laughs> sick while I was watching this so I'm like ew the thought of like me like hawking a googie at myself and then using it as like hair product ew Yo, man, come on. He he was raised in the he was raised in uh wherever he's from. We're also told that next week we're getting a Royal Rumble Raw in Toronto at the Sky Dome. So that made me excited to watch next week's Raw already. To see that it's where we're from. In the only historic sports building that we have left. What the the Sky Dome. Hey man, how did it's called the Rogers Center for your information? Oh my gosh, stop! It's not. It's not a center. <laughs> Air Canada Center is a center. Well, Rogers thinks that it's a center, therefore Rogers Center. Hello. Rogers they also thinks publicity it. is chatter, but it's not. <laughs> What, you, would you have rather had it Rogers Skydome? Yeah, you could have done that. Could have. Or the Skydome by Rogers. Hey, man. Their money, they get to do what they want with it. Yeah, whatever. I'm still not calling it the Rogers Center. Wow. And as of 1997, it's not the Rogers Center, so it's the Skydome. It's just the Skydome. All right. So, so far the match has been Phineas and Mankind trading punches. Mankind is set into the corner, but he sits down and does his rocking bit. He doesn't tag in Vader, even though Vader's asking him to. Phineas tags in Henry. Henry sends him back into the corner, and Mankind again or ignores Vader's request to tag in. Phineas is tagged back in, but thrown into the outside. Vader goes to attack Phineas, but Mankind tosses Phineas back into the ring, and both men stare down each other outside. Vader then tags himself in, wails on Phineas in the corner, and hits him with a hard clothesline. Vader tags Mankind in hard by slapping him on the shoulder. Mankind starts punching Phineas in the corner. Mankind gets a mandible claw on Phineas, and Henry sends them both outside to break the hold. Phineas goes for a suplex on Mankind into the ring from the apron, but Vader holds on to Mankind to save him. And they send Phineas outside, and Henry comes out to fight both men, but we get to commercial. 
We get a clip of Ahmed Johnson hitting Hunter with a spine buster from yesterday's Superstar. Yesterday's edition of Superstars as the Snickers Slam of the Week. We come back from commercial and Vader and Henry are tagged in. Henry hits Vader with a big clothesline and then Mankind with one and Vader hits he hits Vader with a big scoop slam. Vader recovers, hits Henry with an eye poke and then some punches. Henry hits Vader with a side suplex. Vader hits Henry to the outside of the ring. Mankind is there with a chair while the ref is distracted with Phineas. Mankind goes to hit Henry with the chair, but Henry moves out the way and hits Vader, and the Godwins win via DQ. That, that was a weird finish to me. <laughs> like, how do you call a DQ when it's your own partner? Well, hitting his own partner with the chair. How is that a DQ and what Bridget Bulldog did to Furnace was not? Hey, the ref wasn't the ref wasn't looking. Yeah, he was. What for? Which one? For Furnace and, and Bulldog. Oh no, he wasn't looking. Oh, thing. His uh, you know that <laughs> his stupid partner was telling the ref to look, but the, the ref was wasn't having any of it. Oh my gosh! <laughs> so why'd the match Come end? Come on, man. Huh? Why'd the match end? Which match? The main event. The Bulldog. Wait, this this one? Yeah. Hey. The ref, it's it's the ref it's uh, every ref has their own mind, they go oh. by their own set of rules. Goodness. So after this, this main event, whatever, Ahmed Johnson finds the nation while they pack their car. He comes out with the giant two by four. He puts one of PG thirteen into the trunk and they get away. That's so he wants to beat on him, but he puts him in the car safely and they drive off. <laughs> like, hey man, you forgot this guy. <laughs> he didn't even throw the two by four at him while they were driving. Hey, yo, but he, yo, I'm, I'm a Jones, pretty fast runner, man. Did you see him? Did you see him, did you see him take off after that car? I mean, woo, I'm guy over, could run. I'm so over this feud. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I was, I was. This, this episode was just dedicated to this whole feud, man. This feud is just run-ins. Yeah. Like, until, like it's until, like, what you said, like, until, like, 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 you obviously know what happens with this feud, but, like, the logical thing is either Ahmed taking out the nation, like, like, taking them out of action one at a time, or he just gets back up. I mean, like just this whole one man versus nation thing is, is run its course. This is like, <clears throat> what can I compare it to that happened recently? This is like Daniel Bryan versus the Authority with none of the interest in it, or like the nation don't really have heat. Yeah, like they come out and no one cares. Hey, man. Crush gets his jailbird chance occasionally. <laughs> and and he has the the best finisher in the World Wrestling Federation. His the heart punch. Like what tell me how the nation isn't over with those tools in their The nation is man. not over. <laughs> the nation's over. They have a live performance and no one cares. Hey. In this episode, they didn't perform live. No, they didn't. Even though PJ-13 came out. <laughs> and D'Lo Brown is still there. Hey, man, next week, we'll see, will we see Savio Vega in the mix? Maybe. I mean, next week, we get a two-hour Raw. Oh, is that the start of the two-hour Raws? Yep. Hey. Two-hour Raws, so... The, well, I mean, it's 90 minutes for us because we don't have to watch commercials. Yeah. But still, it, w it was nice to watch these 48-minute Raws. It was nice to watch these NXT episodes. Now, we're, now, we're, now we've graduated to SmackDown. Now, should we even star rate these matches? Oh my goodness. Like, <laughs> there was... I think it's fair that we can both agree on that. There was no... There was no match that caught our interest in this whole in this whole episode. I think the only one we could rate is Bulldog and Furnace, and I'm giving that a one. Uh, I'll give it no, a one no, and no, a half. I'll give that a one and three quarters. 
Ooh, that was a pretty big jump from a one, eh? I mean, they did show off some pretty good moves. Furnace did show good work rate. Continues the feud as well. Yeah, continues the feud. And I don't. This is this is and this is a, you know I'm I'm not tired of this feud yet, so I guess that's a plus, right? I'm more, to the... I'm not interested in Furnace and Lafon. I'm interested in Bulldog and Owen. I mean, every time they've been in the ring together, you can't say that they haven't put on like a dud, like a, like they're both like, they have pretty okay chemistry in the it, ring together. It's a funny dynamic because, like, Bulldog is justifiably upset, while mm-hmm. Owen just acts there like, like, what do you mean? What did I do? Like, <laughs> I hit him with the slammy. Like, come on. Man, come on! This is obviously building towards the WrestleMania blow-off match between the two between the two brothers-in-law. I I hope so. You hope you know what happens. I, I don't know what, what happens. It's it's hard to talk about it because you don't know what happens, and like I've imposed the the ban of like don't research what happens. <laughs> I mean, I I already told you. I I only know of two matches on the card. The two marquee matches. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait for, for Sid and Taker. No. But I, I think wait. we can all agree. We can agree that the, the the bright spot of this episode was the main event pro like not the main event match, but like the main event program of uh Shawn Michaels and the final four build up. I think my, my highlight of the match was finding out that Raw's in Toronto next week. Wow. And shout out to my boy Farouk. Farouk, Farouk got a chuckle out of me. I'm not gonna lie. Funniest, funniest spot of the night for me. <laughs> Seeing Farouk just creeping behind the raw, just hiding a. in the A. <laughs> it would have been funny if you just seen his head, like just like you know where the the the, the hole in the A is. He just is that you just see his face just peeking over. It. I I like that set. <laughs> it's so simple and it it doesn't look like a cheap. It doesn't make the WWF look like a cheap company. Mm. You know what I mean? They still look like high budget. I mean, but that's also because yeah. they have the same amount of pyro in ring. Hey, we didn't get any pyro this week, though, man. Yeah, we did with Sean. What? He got pyro? Yeah. Didn't I? I, I didn't even put that down. I'm, I guess I'm just I just I just I miss Sid's pyro, man. Where's Sid? Where is it when I need him, man? Well, we'll see him on Thursday, Raw Thursday. That's which takes place on, on Thursday. Just in case you didn't know. Oh yeah, Thursday, Thursday squared. Man, this this Raw's a bummer. Oh yeah, it's especially coming from the high which was last week. Yeah, like, last last week's you, Raw was so like, dope. Last week made me want to watch this week's Raw, but this week's Raw making me like, all right, I don't know about if I'm gonna if I'm gonna go sprint into the Nets episode now. The only reason I wa- wanted to watch was because it's a Royal Rumble Raw, and I'm like, I've watched this before, and I'm like, I don't remember what you mean by Royal Rumble Raw. But well, what if it was just a replay? <laughs> They just replay the rumble, huh? <laughs> you prepared? You prepared for that? To watch a replay of the whole like event or just a rumble match? I think they're just gonna put. I mean, I think I think they said on broad. I don't know. I didn't put it down, but I think I heard them say just the rumble match. Just just replay the the six man tag. Oh my god! Flip the six man tag was better than the main event. What well, this? What what? No, I lied. Stop. You can't, you can't even name one guy from the six-man tag. Pero Aguayo. That's not fair. He's like the legend of that match. So, um, oh, yeah. oh, I can name you one. Heavy Metal. Edgy dude right there. Heavy Metal. I'm trying to figure out which, which one that was, though. <laughs> so I think it was a guy dressed in all black. Jeez, with the, man. With the 90s long hair haircut. Like the rock bandish haircut. Well, why would they even do that? Like they knew WCW had all the good talent. Hey, hey, they wanted to show her. We should have a cruiserweight division too. If we wanted to. Oh man. Right, but speaking of the Rumble, 
the current Royal Rumble is going to be this Sunday. And I want to hear your predictions. Right now. Didn't we talk about this last episode? I think we I think we only went over our rum our main of like for the match itself. But I want I want to know who you think is coming out of like in the big matches. All right, okay. But before people tune out because we're we're jumping back into 2017. I just want to remind everyone that the Cooking Up Raw podcast is available on iTunes. So hit the subscribe button. Hit that review. Give us five stars. Or give us six stars. Six stars. <laughs> we're also we're, on we're, Google we're Play for all my Android heads. You know, even though I got an iPhone, I, I still show love to Android. Uh, we're on Stitcher. Stitcher. We're on SoundCloud, but not every episode is available on SoundCloud. And what else are we on? That's that's yeah, that's all for. If you guys use a different podcast app, just message me on Twitter or message the podcast on Twitter, which is at Cooking It Up Raw on Twitter. And yeah, all all links to that will be on our WordPress, anyways. So my Rumble prediction, I told you, it was Jericho. It's Jericho or Taker? Jericho Jericho or who? Taker. Taker? But now that I'm seeing the rumor is Taker versus Reigns, I'm leaning off Taker. Did you see see that? You saw the the leaked WrestleMania, the proposed WrestleMania card? Yeah, it's pretty good other than the big flaw that AJ Styles should not be wasting what he has left of his career with Shane McMahon. But But Shane McMahon is... It, did you not see? He he went toe to toe to Undertaker at WrestleMania, man. Oh Took him to his limit. And you're telling me it's not a good marquee match for um, so That made me so sad when I read it. Dude, how how long do you think we're gonna have AJ Styles at this high level? Um, I say hopefully for two more years. I think realistically a year and a half. So you're going to tell me his first two WrestleManias are going to be a third match with Chris Jericho, which he loses, and then his second match will follow up a title run. A good title run. A very good title run. Well, a decent title run. Well, I think it's pretty good. Uh, who's he defending against? Memory. Ambrose Cena Ellsworth. Not much yeah. to feed. He beat he beat he beat Corbin and Ziggler. Did he? Yeah. Uh. He, uh. It was a triple threat match towards the end of the year. I I do remember that match. I just don't remember the finish. Card. The fit. What was the finish? Yeah. Um. Corbin hit end of days on Dolph. Then Styles hit the phenomenal forearm on Corbin. Who rolled out of the ring and then he just pinned Dolph. Okay, so Dolph hit a rock bottom onto Corbin, but Corbin no soldier. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> hey man, Tor Tor Corbin delivers it nicely. The Whatever end of days you say. is not a finisher. End of days is a is a sick finisher. Give him the heart punch. I don't hear Don't even no no. I don't want to hear this. With the, the heart, heart punch, punch is nope. a more believable finisher than the. Uh... <laughs> Than the end of days. The heart punch. <laughs> the heart punch. Stop. No one will ever get the heart punch over with me. No amount of explanation or seen it in action. I mean, that was the first time I've seen it in action. Yo, go punch your brother in the it. armpit after this podcast. What? See, that's how unbelievable it is. It's it's so it's so easy to counter. I can't show you. It's a podcast, but. Yeah. A, How many wrestling moves are finish. counterable in real life? Yeah, but this is a heart punch, man. This is like, this is like the Big Show knockout punch. It's, mm. it's just a punch. No, because the Big Show's <laughs> knockout punch is technically not legal. Is it actually not? Well, you're not allowed to punch. Well, your there's vote. no close fist punches to the face in wrestling, yeah, no, right? Just, yeah, I'm pretty sure. They, I'm pretty sure if Big Show if Back in '97, with these loose cannon referees, it'd, it'd be legal. But what do I know? Are you coming over for the rumble or not? 
Yeah. Okay. Uh, I was thinking we so should just... uh, live stream our reactions to it. <laughs> well, who else is Tomin? Uh, uh, you got other people with Tomin too, no? Yeah. Yeah, I'm telling you. I want to see your, your... You're probably going to do your face. Your shocked face when uh, Cena and Reigns walk out as champions. Cena's not winning. And... Did you watch SmackDown last two nights ago? I watched SmackDown. He's I not winning it. after that promo. That promo? Nah, man. See, this is a, this, Cena's a bad, bad man. It's some guy from Atlanta? Huh. Cena's not winning. winning. Styles is losing the, the title in the, the chamber, chamber, though. The chamber. If it's yeah. Shane versus AJ. Oh, my gosh. Oh. Stop, stop bringing up that match, man. You're, you're, you're depressing me. But yeah, we can Owens have Joe versus dropping, AJ. And Owens is dropping it to Reigns, 100% guaranteed. No. That one's not even close no. for me. You don't no. you think Owens is walking out? Yes. Because Reigns is facing by. Taker. Taker's winning the Rumble. No, no. I don't this want is, Taker with that big red belt. This, this, is, this, is, this is the worst. This is, this is the nightmare scenario. Oh my God. This is like, <clears throat> hmm. What can I? This is where all decisions just pick the the worst possible outcome, man. It's like you have the best possible decisions. It's like you walked into Tim Hortons and you wanted to buy twenty Timbits, and like everything was in stock, like birthday cake Timbits, sour cream. Chocolate, the the raspberry ones. And you just settle for. And you buy twenty of plain. <laughs> yeah. Man, like plain's cool. Like but those other ones. Plain ain't plain. Don't cut it for WrestleMania. Oh my gosh. Like what bit? Like oh my, and then like they're gonna main event with Goldberg and. That's what I'm hearing, at least, is Gold Virgin. Brock is your last, like, the last match on the card. Yeah, I figure. <clears throat> I'm not surprised. But how do you close Mania with that? That's, like, that's just the final shot of Lesnar victorious? Yeah. Or Goldberg finally retiring? Yeah, yeah. It could or, be so much better. You know, we... And I can't even be like, yeah, at least we'll have TakeOver the night before. It's like, I don't even know what TakeOver is going to look like for Orlando. They're not, they're not going to, yeah, they're not going to have, I'm pretty sure Joe will be up by the main, in the main, main roster by the time NFC Orlando is like setting up their card. So there's no Joe. You literally have your big stars in the NFC right now are literally only Nakamura and Rude. In terms of draw. To be honest, I forgot I TakeOver was this weekend. Yeah. I'm not really like, impressed I'm so with hyped the, for the Rumble. Card. I'm so hyped for the Rumble. And then I'm like, oh yeah, it's TakeOver on Saturday. And I was going to message you guys. I'm like, oh, do you guys want to go for come over for TakeOver? And then I'm like, eh, never mind. <laughs> just save it for, let's just save the Drew Finn for the Rumble. Yeah. I mean, there's the only match I'm actually, like... But like I'm, that catches my interest is the main event, and even then I feel like Nakamura is probably gonna win still. Nah. I'd love to be. I'd love to be there live though. I for, would. For the it would be the so nice if Nakamura lost and he debuted in the Rumble. No, it's no way. And he, he just need the crap out of everyone. No, but no, 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 no. Nice, nice fantasy booking you there's got no, there. I know. I mean, it'd be nice to see, but. There's no one to headline TakeOver Orlando. Oh, yeah. They can't, they can't bring Nakamura up, which is so sad. Because he's, he's so far and above everybody else. Like, no disrespect to Bobby Roode, but he's nowhere on the level of Nakamura. Yeah. What, didn't Nakamura debut at last year's TakeOver before Mania? Yeah, and I was so hyped for that. Oh, so sad. I was so, so sad. I was way more excited for TakeOver Dallas than I was for WrestleMania. Yeah, he's been. You know, Nakamura is being wasted in NXT right now, man. Yep. Like I know they need him because they're a touring brand now, like not just developmental, but 
gosh, I thought he was going to be up in the main roster in like half a year. Jeez. Like, like I don't remember. I, I like back when we watched Takeover after at like before Survivor Series. I'm like, oh, when he when he lost shockingly, I'm like, oh, he's probably going to be fast tracked like to debut at the Rumble. And to be honest, now it's, it's not like, like he's probably... getting better by staying in NXT. Yeah, he's actually starting like at least to me, he's like he's starting to become like like he's still like, obviously a good performer, but like there's not there's not like performers down there that can have like matches like he's had with Zayn or like the initial matches with Joe before he started facing Joe over and over again. I feel like, like no his one best on his matches level. were with Finn and with Zayn. Yeah. I mean the Joe matches were cool. I I like the the big fight feel it had and like the, the legitimate fight feel it had, but uh, eh. Do you think any NSC debuts are gonna happen at in the Rumble other than Joe? Uh who's, Ty Dillinger. Who's not for sure right now. Ty Dillinger, you think? Yeah, at 10? 10? You've gotta do it. You, you there's no way you don't do that. It's, this is the WWE you were talking about. They, these are the same people that didn't put Brian in the Rumble that one year. Hey, the Rumble's in Philly next year. Yeah. yeah. But I don't think it matters what city... Rumble is usually one of the smartier pay-per-views. No, you don't Smart know city. what I'm trying to propose with that. We should go. What? To Philly? Yeah. Wow. I do love me to... Rumble is my favorite pay-per-view. We should go. Hey, man. If, if the situation is right... I mean, think about it. We wouldn't... I don't think we'd have to buy a plane ticket. I think we could take a bus. Yeah. Damn. Is it actually in Philly? Yeah. This is announced it. Nice. Oh, okay. One thing better would have been Toronto, but we're not getting anything for the foreseeable future, I think. I was going to play the um, the Mankind Exit theme, but he didn't win this week, so it doesn't feel right to play it. You should play the you should play the Wyatt's theme song, man. No, I'm playing a different theme song. Cash fly. Alright, we got to end the podcast. Alright. Later. Wrong.